Uh, hello, everybody. Today we'll have very special guest. Uh, we will have like a bunch of interviews with uh, Posthuman Validator and its founder. So, uh, hi, Vladi. Hello, hello, Vali. Nice to see you. Uh, first question is uh, about your personality. Let's start from you. Who are you? Oh, for me, it's uh, really hard to speak about myself. And the best that I can tell about myself, uh, I'm full-time enthusiast. Um, so for the most of the time, I just doing what I think is important to do and what is important for the world and for myself, because I'm a part of this world. And I think that uh, the best what we can do on the stage of the development now, it's accelerate the process of the decentralization. I totally sure that main problems of this world based in the centralized structures. We have centralized economy, we have centralized social structures, we have centralized culture and uh, because of it we have so many problems in this world. We have a lot of economical problems, we have a lot of social problems, we have a crisis of the governance, we have really economical crisis, we have the crisis of the culture and this is because of the centralization of the culture. So I'm a decentralist and uh, I'm full-time enthusiast because I spend most of my time to accelerate the process of the decentralization. So to summarize a little bit, you are full-time enthusiast, you enjoy your life and making decentralization real. I think that uh, everybody needs to enjoy the life uh, because uh, life is a big present. And uh, if we are even in the terrible situation, for example, if we even in the prison or if we even in the country with the totally bad economy and uh, totalitarianism inside of it, it's not the reason to be the set of your life. Because if you want to change something, uh, you need to have um, uh, good feelings inside of you. Because if you are in the bad situation, it's much more better in the good mood. Because to solve the problems, much more better in the good mood. If uh, everything against you, if you are in the bad economical conditions, if you are in the bad social conditions, and if you have bad mood and don't enjoy your life, it will be very hard to solve all your problems. Awesome. I also think like uh, kind of the same because you have to build your own happiness first and then build happiness for others. So uh, next question is uh, when you started to validate and how many chains are under your security? Oh, um, I started to validate in 2019 and uh, it was uh, first network was the cyber. It was the testnet of the cyber and it was the longest testnet in my life. It was uh, more than two years. And uh, um, people from the cyber, very cool and nice people and the uh, idea is brilliant. I understand that we really need to decentralize searching system, decentralized keeping of the data and uh, cyber, this is the project that blow my mind. And I start to thinking, how can I 
um, help, support uh, this great idea. How can I help uh, to distribute uh, searching system to create alternative to the Google? And uh, the easiest way that I find uh, it's uh, contribute for development of the community and contribute with the technical side to run the validator and to the support uh, decentralized infrastructure. So I run the machine and for me it wasn't really easy because it was my first experience with running of validator but I met there a lot of cool people for example validator web3 forever and uh, validator cybergy and also developers of the cyber they was really helpful they was um, explaining me everything they gave me a lot of documentation uh, also, uh, Sergey from Citizen Cosmos was also helping me. So at the, that moment, I met a lot of good people, uh, and in the process of doing something together, we get very good relations. And since that moment, I uh, start to be more interested in the process of the validation from this technical side of the validation. And I uh, start to speak with other validators, why they validate uh, different networks, what the main idea for this. And I started to make the validator show. And uh, more I was speaking with different validators, more I started to think that I also need to validate more and more. And the uh, second uh, uh, network that I start to validate and the first mainnet, it was the star name. And uh, after it became more and more and more networks. Uh, and um, until 13 mainnets, I was alone. But after I understand that uh, it's really hard to do it alone. Because all my time was busy with the 13 networks. You need to vote for the proposals, all updates, check everything, work with community. So I started to invite some other people, my digital friends, to help me. And uh, now we are 10 people in the core team. And moreover, now our community of delegators participating in the decentralized governance of the validator and a big part of different activity it's made by the community. Uh, Vladimir, I heard that you validating about 40 chains already, right? Yeah, uh, for now it's uh, 41 network, I think, uh, in the mainnet, uh, but uh, just today we start to validate Archway and we join in mainnet. We are now not in uh, active uh, set, uh, we are in inactive set, but I hope that very soon we will be in active set. So the amount of the network always grew up, but also we start to look on the networks more wisely because sometimes uh, happen situations like uh, it was with Cerberus and uh, some of the networks, they stop to be developed. So core team or developer team stop to develop the network and uh, when we are validating uh, networks, we contribute for the development of the networks. But if core team and uh, core developers stop to update the network, we can't uh, take uh, all uh, uh, the functionality on our team. Uh, of course, we have now good uh, um, technical uh, side in our team. We have uh, 
several very uh, strong developers uh, like Albert, like Evgeny, like Mikhail. But uh, it's not enough to, the, to support the full network uh, that wasn't created by us. And uh, uh, that's why we start to choose networks uh, much more better than before. We are looking at the GitHub of the network, how many developers they have, how they are active, uh, what they uh, did before. Because we want to be sure that if we um, join the network and we validate this network and we contribute this network, this network will not uh, stop. This network will be developed. Um, very nice when the network developed decentralized way, uh, for example, as the Cosmos Hub or as the Osmosis or as Juna. But uh, um, most of the networks have um, core team or developer core team who are responsible for the development. Uh, so in this case, uh, we try to get the good connections with the developers uh, of this network uh, and uh, understand how they are serious and responsible uh, in, the, in their activity. Yeah, I see. I also thought that uh, it's very important to uh, look deeper into the projects, GitHubs and uh, uh, in their websites, how they team are doing and so on. I'm in the Cosmos uh, ecosystem uh, since 2019. So at the beginning when uh, everything is grew up, you have such euphoria like, wow, all networks that are based on Cosmos, it's a part of our Cosmos ecosystem, it's our family. And uh, uh, you have a, like a positive discrimination, yes, positive prejudice. Oh, if this network and if this team uh, made something on the cosmos and they are part of the cosmos ecosystem, they are cool network, cool people, and they will do everything good. And we need to support them. But more and more networks arrived in the Cosmos ecosystem. We start to meet not so responsible teams. And uh, uh, of course, this is from one side can be said, but from other side, it's a good marker uh, of uh, development of the whole Cosmos ecosystem. Uh, remember, for example, Ethereum. Uh, how many projects on Ethereum? A lot of. But just imagine how many scam projects on Ethereum, like 10 times more. It means that Ethereum became so big because uh, hundreds of thousands of the projects was created on Ethereum and 90% uh, of them was scam, speculations or empty projects. And as the result, we can see huge uh, Ethereum ecosystem because all bad projects are dead and all cool projects are alive. Yeah, I see. It's a very good example of uh, how project could grow. And uh, let's speak a little bit about you. And you are the first decentralized validator. So what does it mean? So it means that it's not me. <laughs> it means that uh, all the validators for now kind of centralized and some of validators under control of the one person, uh, some of the validators under control of small centralized group 
And uh, we have such situation when we have the decentralized network and this decentralized network made of centralized validators. And uh, in uh, question of the one network, uh, this is not a big deal because if uh, one uh, validator will shut down, another validator will come. But for now, uh, we are in the situation when every machine can be shut down by the wish of the one person or wish of the small centralized group. And if we will speak about internet of the blockchain and about a huge ecosystem of the separated blockchains that are connected uh, with each other with the IBC reliers, uh, we start to understand that some of networks are connected just with one, two, three IBC reliers. And uh, sometimes uh, a post-human validator, the only one validator who support IBC reliar between two different networks. And uh, uh, this is a little bit uh, uh, dangerous for the centralization. So, uh, for example, if a post-human validator uh, will shut down uh, many machines, it uh, will have some effect on the whole Cosmos ecosystem. And uh, the same we can tell about many different validators, good validators who support networks, who develop, who contribute for the development of the networks, who support IBC reliers. If these people will stop to support these reliers and will shut down machines, a lot of users uh, will uh, lose possibility for the IBC transfers and so on. So, uh, and in this case, uh, I start to think how we can solve this issue, how we can prevent this uh, treat of the centralization. And uh, the first idea that came, it's uh, to decentralize the governance of the validator. So it means uh, who is interested in the validator more than anybody else. To be true, of course, network is interesting in the good validator because good validator contribute for the network. But for the network, it's not so important uh, uh, one validator will be shut down the machine or not because a lot of other validators and the network uh, is interesting in many different validators. But for the delegators of the validator, the validator is important. So uh, starting from the question of the slashing and uh, delegators uh, are interested that the validator um, don't skip the blocks, uh, uh, provide them IPR and so on. And also for the delegators is important, for example, question of the commission, which, which commission have validator and so on. So uh, if delegators are interested in the validator, they need to govern the validator. Delegators of the validator need to decide which commission, which network. Uh, all the questions about the validator can be decided not by the one person or the small group of the people behind the person, but by the delegator community. And uh, if delegators will have something like a DAO and they will have something like a voting power to govern the validator, this validator will be more effective. So uh, why uh, delegators need to be interested in the governance of the validator? Because 
profit of the validator need to be distributed among the delegators. So delegators need to get not only revert from the network for the staking, but also delegators need to get the uh, part of the profit of the validator. And in this case, every delegator understand, okay, I'm not only delegator, I'm a validator, I'm a distributed owner of this validator, because part of this income of this validator goes to me. And uh, uh, this was uh, uh, interesting and brave move because uh, we didn't have uh, any experience of the decentralization of the validator. Of course, we heard about decentralized validator technology, but it's not about uh, decentralized governance. It's about how to create many different validators under the one key or under many different private keys. But it's not about the governance. It's about uh, uh, technical side of the um, uh, decentralization. And uh, in our case, we uh, try to make the fractal of the decentralized networks. Uh, in our vision, the next step of the evolution of the decentralized networks, it's when decentralized network is made of decentralized validators. And every of the validator can't be shut down by the wish of the one person or small group. Only huge distributed uh, community of the delegators can decide to shut down the machine or to not shut down the machine, which commission need to be, uh, which name need to be. So uh, they need to decide all the questions. And uh, theoretically and practically it's possible, but this is the not easiest uh, uh, issue. But we are step by step uh, going to implement it we think uh, to run the even uh, run uh, own blockchain and to implement 100% of the decentralization of the governance of posthuman validator. So um, I totally sure that this is the future of the all validators and all validators in the future will be decentralized because it's much more effective and uh, uh, for example, for what I need to delegate to the validator who just uh, give me the revert from the network, when I can delegate to the validator who will give me uh, revert from the network, but also will share with me profit from the validator. So uh, just mathematically it's more profitable and more effective. Uh, and uh, also for the networks it's much more better to have uh, decentralized validator because at first it's uh, more secure uh, project can understand okay uh, this validator will not shut down the machine or change the commission by the wish of the one person or small group uh, like a huge uh, uh, community of the delegators uh, will create the proposal we will see their proposal and what they want to do from the uh, second point, uh, it's a kind of the sub-governance. If I have a decentralized network and I'm interested in the uh, good uh, decentralized governance of my network, for me it's much more better to invite decentralized validator because they already have the community of the delegators with the great experience of the decentralized governance. So it's kind of the sub-governance. And moreover, 
uh, even if we have only kind of one validator in the network who is the decentralized validator, it's totally the same like to have 100 centralized validators because all decisions uh, that will be made by the decentralized validator will be made by the decentralized way. So it's not important which voting power have decentralized validator in the network because decision uh, made by this voting power will be made decentralized way by the huge uh, community of the delegators. So um, I don't see any minuses in the decentralized governance of the validator and uh, it's so effective in all fields, in economical fields, in the social fields, and in cultural psychological fields. So this is, will be the future, uh, the same as the VHS uh, was changed by CDs, Ch CDs was changed by the USB, USB changed by the uh, cloud uh, keeping of data, and the centralized uh, uh, keeping of data will be changed by the decentralized keeping of data because uh, new technology much more faster, better, effective, so old technologies just don't have any chances. It's incredible, Vladi. I uh, see that you already made several steps to make it possible for your delegators to vote on governance proposal, to create governance proposals, to change anything related with your validator parameters. So, uh, also very good point that you mentioned that uh, we are on a kind of way to make uh, at least several steps to create a new infrastructure to run decentralized validators, to run decentralized infrastructure and so on and so on. And you mentioned the cash network and it's a good example of uh, decentralized infrastructure and we need more and more automatization to make decentralized validator vision possible. But we are on the way to uh, complete decentralization. So uh, about your contributions to Cosmos networks and all the crypto, uh, I see that we are kind of connector between Russian speaking community and English speaking founders of projects and something like that. Uh, could you tell us a bit about that? Because very soon you will attend on several conferences uh, in uh, in life, in, uh, in real life and uh, tell us a bit about that, how you connect uh, Russian-speaking community and English-speaking community? I think it's uh, happened really accidentally and uh, it's um, just the result uh, of my knowing uh, of Russian language and English language. And uh, in the uh, one period of time, uh, a lot of people uh, was interested in the Ethereum ecosystem or in any other ecosystems and I was really interested in the Cosmos ecosystem. Uh, when I first time was at the uh, online meet uh, of uh, Cosmos Hub and people were speaking about uh, IBC protocol and creating of the internet of the blockchains, 
I was thinking, this is the most great idea that I ever heard. We can, uh, after, after the blockchain, so we can create not only one blockchain, not only platform for the uh, other projects, we can create internet of the blockchains. It's a real possibility to move all Web 2 to Web 3. And for me, it was so cool and nice that I think, okay, I just need to spread this information more and more because many people just can't imagine how it's cool. And uh, since that moment, I start to translate uh, news uh, from the Cosmos ecosystem into Russian language. And um, it was, uh, and I met uh, with Rina from Citadel One at the time because uh, she was preparing uh, weekly news of Cosmos ecosystem and was writing what happens in the Cosmos ecosystem for the last two weeks. And uh, in the process of the translation it fr from English into Russian language, I start to know all the news and I start to be more and more deep in what happens in the Cosmos ecosystem. And uh, I start not only translate it uh, with the articles, but I start uh, to speak about it on the different uh, uh, online meets. And um, uh, it's big amount of the Russian speaker in the crypto. For example, Vitalik Buterin is Russian speaker. Denis Fadeev is Russian speaker. Uh, when we uh, I use the word uh, Russian speaker, it means the person who knows the Russian language and can speak in Russian language. Because all uh, people uh, live in the different uh, countries. And uh, we have the communities where we can speak in Russian language because it's a just native language, but all the people who speak in Russian language can be from any other countries, Ukraine, Because Belarus, it's our Germany. communication protocol. <laughs> yes, because this is our communication protocol. And uh, in this uh, informational field uh, of the Russian speakers, I was uh, not only one, but uh, kind of... Uh, uh, only one the person who started to speak about Cosmos ecosystem uh, in Russian language uh, so much. And uh, I was explaining uh, about how it works, I was uh, speaking about new projects. And when I was invited to participate as the speaker in some crypto events, uh, I was always speaking about the Cosmos ecosystem. And uh, uh, more I was speaking about it, uh, more uh, people uh, invited me to speak about Cosmos ecosystem. As the result, we start to make the video content about Cosmos ecosystem. And we start uh, to explain how everything works in Cosmos ecosystem and start to represent different projects uh, from the Cosmos ecosystem and speak about it in Russian language and uh, make guides uh, in Russian language. And as the result, a big community of Russian speakers uh, was collected uh, around this content and around these guides. So um, some of our videos in Russian language about Cosmos ecosystem have much more views than some English uh, speaking uh, videos about Cosmos ecosystem. And uh, uh, our Russian-speaking community of Cosmos ecosystem for now even bigger than Chinese-speaking or French-speaking uh, community. But uh, French-speaking community and Chinese-speaking community of Cosmos also big and nice. So uh, very good people. And uh, but by the local languages, we became second biggest uh, 
community after the English-speaking community. And uh, uh, that's why um, many projects uh, uh, from different countries with different local languages, they always use uh, English language as the main. So we always tell this is the main community. And main community, it means English-speaking community. Yes, and after we tell, oh, this is local communities. But uh, uh, for many projects, for them is interesting to um, spread their information for the different local communities. And uh, we became kind of the bridge uh, for the projects who want to share uh, information about their projects for the uh, Russian-speaking auditory and uh, um, and it means it's not for the Russia as the country or for any other country. So we just uh, um, try to use all communication protocols that we have. And to be true, my Russian language much more better than my English language. Uh, with my Russian language, I can explain uh, all things much more better, much uh, more easier. And when I speak English, I understand that I don't have such easy ability to explain something. That's great. Um, uh, I want to ask you about the things. Uh, you told that, uh, you, you, you was telling that you are, a, um, you translate, you was, tra you was translating some content uh, from English to Russian. And so you started to, uh, be a kind of connector between English speaking speakers and Russian speakers. So uh, a part of that and a part of um, your idea of decentralized validator that we discussed previously, what post-human validator already did for the Cosmos ecosystem as contributions? Oh, this is... Uh, uh, uh... <laughs> This is a huge list of uh, different contributions. And uh, uh, even if I will try to remember all of them, uh, I uh, will not remember all. I just need to open the GitHub and start uh, to look because uh, we try yeah, to Yeah, record... you could tell us, uh, you could yeah, tell yeah. us <laughs> long story short. Uh... Yeah, yeah. So the, the mainly, uh, uh, mainly uh, if we will speak about the classes of the contributions, uh, it's uh, as technical as humanitarian contributions. What is the technical contributions? It's a kind of uh, uh, contributions that need to, to have uh, hard skills. For example, to up the IBC reliers, uh, to uh, help to organize the test net, uh, to um, uh, make some contributions uh, to update the code, to create uh, tools, uh, scripts, bots, and so on. This is the technical contributions. So for now, uh, post-human validator uh, have the big list of the different technical contributions, and we try to help to many different networks uh, uh, to solve uh, uh, their issues. Uh, for example, we was uh, helping uh, with the testnet of the Neutron. Uh, we was uh, uh, making the bot that helps uh, send crypto in uh, Telegram and Twitter. Uh, it's Sputnik network bot and this is free bot 
for the uh, users uh, so users never pay nothing for the um, tips inside of the boards and uh, we uh, add projects also for free so projects also don't uh, pay us nothing we just uh, uh, try to create uh, to create a um, tool from community and for community and uh, uh, of course it's uh, snapshots uh, so technical side it's very cool and interesting if you are the technical person but it's not really interesting to listen if you are not a technical person and the second classes of the uh, contributions it's a humanitarian contributions this is the contributions that uh, uh, made uh, in the humanitarian field. So, for example, uh, development of the community, uh, speaking with the people, uh, creating the guides, creating video content, uh, translation of the documentation, translation of the news. This is all humanitarian field. And uh, we also contribute with uh, such kinds uh, um, of contributions to the networks. Um, in uh, one uh, period of time, I was thinking, okay, it's so many cool and nice uh, news around the whole cosmos ecosystem. I need to aggregate them uh, somehow, not to lose this news. Uh, I was thinking like this way, like, okay. Uh, now I see a little bit another, of course, now, uh, uh, but now Cosmos Ecosystem much more bigger. And at that time, I just created a Cosmos Ecosystem Twitter and start to retweet all the Cosmos Ecosystem projects uh, uh, with their news. And uh, I was uh, just try to aggregate all the news from all Cosmos Ecosystem projects. For now, so ma many different Cosmos Ecosystem projects that uh, I don't really have the time to check all of them and moreover now I'm not alone now behind the Cosmos ecosystem Twitter many different people and not only from the uh, posthuman validator uh, we uh, share the access to this uh, Twitter with many other projects that are full of enthusiasm that are ready to help to spread the information uh, we uh, so uh, we have people who make uh, uh, infographics uh, make infographics about whole cosmos ecosystem make daily news infographics make infographics about uh, projects uh, so uh, we try uh, to uh, spread information about cosmos ecosystem uh, so wide as it possible because uh, we are uh, Cosmos ecosystem maximalists, um, because I'm uh, not sure that uh, Bitcoin can solve all our problems. Bitcoin is a nice project, um, it's a cool payment system, but it's very slow and um, maybe it can be digital gold, no more. Uh, Ethereum, very cool and nice platform, but uh, you can't do different projects on the one platform. Uh, you can't be uh, in the uh, same time uh, long and short. Uh, and uh, if you make something on Ethereum, you uh, depends on the Ethereum. And uh, to uh, move all the Web 2 to Web 3, the only one Ethereum platform is not enough. And moreover, uh, if we have only one platform 
for all decentralized uh, uh, applications and services, this is kind of the centralization. So I totally sure that the future uh, is for the uh, huge amount of the separated blockchains that will be connected with each other. So to move all Web2 to Web3, we have now only two solutions. One of it Polkadot and another it's Cosmos. Yes, like the Substrat and Tendermint. And uh, Polkadot is nice and cool idea, but it's not so developer-friendly and not so user-friendly. And the Cosmos can do totally the same like Polkadot can. Moreover, with the implementation of uh, interchain security, Cosmos do the same like Polkadot, but also Cosmos do a lot that Polkadot can't do. Uh, we don't think that the Polkadot is kind of, it's not our concurrent, it's not our enemy, it's our friend. Uh, they are uh, also try to create uh, inter, uh, to implement, to solve the questions of interoperability. And it will be really great if uh, we will uh, do it together and we need to have not only one uh, solution for the interoperability because when we have only one solution, it's a centralization. And we as the decentralist, we need to have a lot of different kinds of the solutions. So it's really cool that Polkadot exists and really cool that some people love Polkadot more than Cosmos because in other case, uh, nobody will develop Polkadot. So people who love Polkadot more than Cosmos, you are cool and great, but I love more Cosmos. And uh, if no people who love Cosmos more than Polkadot, nobody will develop Cosmos. So it will be only one solution as the Polkadot. And it's again kind of the centralization. Yeah, uh, I also uh, wanted to ask you, but you already answered on my question. What was the like most exciting part in the Cosmos vision? And uh, also Polkadot is a very interesting project, I, uh, I believe. But... Uh, they are a little bit different, as you uh, as you just said, uh, in comparison with Cosmos. And uh, but they uh, they both are lay uh, not layer but um, uh, third generation of blockchains. And uh, we will see maybe in the future like uh, fourth generation and something like that. And, uh, but I wanted to, uh, if you, you wanted to ask me about what is excited me a lot in the cosmos, uh, I can tell. Also, it's yeah. not only the uh, technical possibility to move all Web 2 to Web 3. Also, it's uh, the community and the level of the decentralization. Because cosmos have really cool part. If you want to have a judgment against cosmos, and if you want to find the main person in the cosmos, you will not find it. It's not exist. If it means uh, if uh, we speak about Ethereum, some people in the black costumes with the gun can come to Vitalik Buterin and uh, tell, uh, force him to do some bad things. I don't know. And uh, it will affect all the Ethereum uh, ecosystem. Uh, if, with the Bitcoin, it's impossible. People... Uh, in black can't uh, go come to Satoshi Nakamoto. Sa Satoshi Nakamoto kind of not exist. And if somebody will tell, oh, hello, I'm a Satoshi Nakamoto, everybody tell, oh, blah, 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 blah. tell us more stories. The same situation with the cosmos. 
So it means if people in the black will find the developer of one of the developers of the uh, Cosmos on the GitHub will come to his place with the gun and will tell, hey, you are the responsible for the Cosmos. This developer will tell, friends, I just write some part of the code and put it uh, into the repository. Uh, tell that the cosmos is bad. He said, okay, okay, I will tell that the cosmos is bad, but nobody will listen to me. Nobody listen to me in this community, in this ecosystem. Even if the founder of the cosmos, uh, and we have two founders of the of cosmos and also they are in kind of the conflict between each other. So even if uh, co-founder of the cosmos will tell, uh, I don't believe anymore in cosmos or something like this, the community will tell, we don't care, we believe in the cosmos. So it's impossible to make a judgment against cosmos. No CTO, no SMO, no CEO, no, uh, this is purely decentralized project. Uh, you can't, uh, this project uh, have very good uh, uh, resistance uh, because of it, because no uh, core team, no uh, leader, no director, you can't uh, even CZ uh, write in his Twitter, I was trying to speak with the cosmos uh, to list Atom, but they even don't want to speak with me, so we will list Atom by our own wish. So it means uh, even the biggest uh, centralized exchange can't find somebody who is responsible for the questions of the listing. So this is uh, what I really impressed, and this is, I think, uh, one of the strongest part of the cosmos and most of other projects don't have such strong part. Bitcoin have such strong part. Let's uh, look for the osmosis have such strong part. Uh, and uh, this is uh, uh, really cool to understand that the community is the main. And uh, uh, the uh, Power, uh, power of the community in cosmos, the, uh, this high, highest level of the uh, community decentralization, uh, the highest level of community involvement in the process of the governance and the marketing and all other things, I think the, uh, the best in among all other projects. So uh, Cosmos and Cosmos ecosystem have really strong community. Some people tell, oh, it's so uh, much drama in the Cosmos. Uh, it was very funny, Rina from Citadel One was using DPS, drama per second. Of course, if you uh, have so huge and wide uh, community that, uh, and every of uh, people try to develop it and see the different ways of the development and engagement and how they can contribute, of course, this uh, uh, huge uh, amount of the vectors will meet and crash to each other. But this is the marker of the real decentralization. Because in the projects where everything under control of the small group of the uh, CEO, uh, STMO, SMO, blah, 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 three letters, no drama there. 
uh, they maybe have small drama in the small centralized circle uh, of the uh, who control the project and you will not see any drama because it will be like the small centralized group tell and you will not see drama you will not see any decentralized politics every theme will be by the roadmap and in Cosmos, a lot of drama, a lot of decentralized politics. Some people tell, don't trust to them, they are uh, bad people. No, don't trust to them. You want to spend community pool wrong way. No, it's you. And uh, why it happens? Because this is the decentralization. And we need to understand that if we want to have real decentralization, we will meet with the huge amount of opinions and these opinions will meet with each other. If you don't want to have any drama, if you uh, don't want to have any conflicts inside of the community, this is the totalitarian state. Uh, the small group uh, of the people tell how to do and all, everybody else do how these small people told. Nice, no conflicts, no drama, but this is not what we want to get. Yeah, absolutely. I also think that Cosmos have a very huge uh, amount of decentralization in comparison with other projects. And uh, it will be the last question for the, today. Uh, you just told, uh, when you was telling about the Polkadot, you uh, said that Polkadot isn't a competitor of Cosmos, but like companion. Why cooperator. do you think that? Co yeah, cooperator. Why do you think that cooperation is more effective than competition? So, uh, competition also can be effective, but competition can be effective in the game where, uh, like a chess. If I lose, you win. If I win, you lose. But we don't play uh, such kind of game. We play the game uh, totally another. Uh, we have a win-win solution. Because uh, in, uh, uh, we are uh, together with the Polkadot and Ethereum and all other blockchains compete with the centralized fiat system. And inside of our group, inside of the blockchains, we need to be cooperators. Because if centralized fiat system will win, all of us will lose. But if the decentralization will win, then centralized structures will lose. So for now, when we have the competition between centralized and decentralized structures, where when we are on the way of the development of the decentralization, we are in the one decentralized board. And just imagine that we are all in the one decentralized board and some of the people start to fighting inside of this board and compete because like, I'm a, a better, no, I'm better. We are all cool, we are, we are the best, we are already in this one decentralized board the best already here. Moreover, we can tell to the people from the centralized structure, hey, look, your boat go down. You will be underwater very soon. If you don't want to die, come to our boat because our boat more stable. Decentralized structure have very high level of the crisis resistant. 
uh, all centralized structure have very bad crisis resistant. Uh, just you uh, do something with the center or it can be by the accident and all centralized structures fell down. And we tell to the, our friends who are still in the centralized board, friends, go out from your centralized board to our decentralized board and let's drive our decentralized board together. So we don't need to compete to compete inside of this board. All of us are very good. Uh, we just uh, uh, see the different ways of achieving the decentralization. Polkadot have the vision that comes from the Ethereum. Uh, and if you will look at the uh, Polkadot developers, uh, most of them are, came from the Ethereum community. And they are a little bit more older. If you will uh, look at the developers of the Cosmos ecosystem, they're a little bit younger. They uh, love to experiment. Uh, they uh, uh, think more about the fast development and okay, we will do more mistakes, but on the more mistakes, we will get more experience. For example, count middle ages of the developers of Polkadot and middle ages of the developers of the uh, Cosmos, it will be kind of 10 years difference. And uh, uh, this is just the Polkadot, just uh, not the competitor for us. This is like our uh, more uh, older brothers who uh, want something more uh, silent uh, without some drama because they already have five kids. And we are more young, we want to party, we want to make some mistakes, and so on. Uh, and uh, where the, there is no place for the competition. We can just cooperate. If we will need some solutions that uh, ask for the highest level of the security for the, some projects about the global economy, we will uh, come to them and tell, friends, this is project for your network. But if we want to move all the Web 2 to Web 3 and even every shop who sell the pizza or who sell the some t-shirts need to have our own blockchain, own service or own tokens. This is for the cosmos. You don't need uh, such high level of the security like Polkadot want for the uh, common services. And uh, the question for now, it's not about the creating of the most secure Inter uh, interoperable uh, blockchain, the question of how we can make the mass adoption of it, that everybody can do it fast, effectively, without uh, um, any headache. It's very easy to create tokens on the Ethereum. Yes, uh, and uh, with Cosmos, it's so easy to create their own blockchain. This is so nice. I'm totally sure that uh, our future will be uh, not only with Polkadot and with the Cosmos, it also will be some other solutions for interoperability. Or maybe together with Polkadot, uh, we will solve uh, um, uh, questions of interoperability and we will meet new problems. Because first, 
uh, generations of blockchain was solving questions of the decentralized uh, of the decentralization of the decentralized keeping data very nice bitcoin uh, best solution second generation of the blockchains was solving uh, problems of scalability yeah okay uh, we see now that it's uh, very easy with the smart contracts and platforms uh, kind of as the ethereum to solve uh, scalability now we try to solve interoperability and uh, many different uh, um, ways like roll-ups bridges so on so on but uh, polka dot and the cosmos this is two the most interesting solutions and uh, it's not means that one of the solution better it means that we are together solving this big question of interoperability and uh, next questions will be much more harder and much more interesting and this is the beautifulness of this process it will not be uh, the situation when we will say oh okay no more problems to solve what we will do uh, it always will be some new cool problems yeah exactly Vladi. i think that we will live in the very bright and shiny uh, interoperable future uh, with Cosmos, Polkadot and other other many blockchains and solutions that we will see but uh, definitely Polkadot and Cosmos are the most promising projects uh, at this moment and uh, on this very good point we will finish our today's conversation and uh, friends uh, today we discussed uh, some uh, things about posthuman validator if you will have some questions for us please leave them in the comments asking our communities you will find it in the description uh, for this video and the comments and uh, in the next videos we will talk more deeper about phmn and about decentralized post state uh, maybe you want to share some thoughts or like a last word for oh, the, our well, listeners. To be true, of course, I want to share so many thoughts about it. But uh, it uh, in this case, it will not be the last question. Yeah, because uh, I think uh, uh, this is, uh, I think, uh, and the good and the bad in the one moment, I can speak endless. Uh, and uh, because if I uh, really burn by the same idea, uh, what can be better than explain this uh, idea to others? I just want to tell to the people who is watching us, leave your comment, uh, ask some questions. And in the next video, we will try to answer all these questions. And uh, for me, it's really interesting to share some visions about uh, new decentralized governance models, how we can reach the decentralization, how we can up the level of the decentralization, how, we, how the process of the decentralization is going, uh, how to make any centralized structure decentralized, why we need to do this. So uh, I really hope that these videos uh, will help uh, us to collect some community of the people who are uh, so enthusiastic about the decentralization as me, because we need more and more decentralized uh, people around the decentralized world to uh, achieve the decentralization. Thank you for watching, friends. 
Yeah, and one more uh, thing I want to add from my side. Also, uh, as Vladi just said, if you're also interested in decentralization, if your friends are interested in decentralization, other different solutions, you interested in validation, staking and other parts of crypto sphere, just share uh, these videos with your friends, uh, invite them to become a like member uh, of on the frontier of uh, decentralization and uh, new technologies. So see you guys in the next videos.